The Grim Reaper Gamers are a 25 and older video game community with members spanning the globe, playing games across all genres and platforms. Bring your thick skin, drink of choice, and grab your controllers. GRG members are on nightly with official community nights every Wednesday. And now, it's time for the, the ReaperCast. Reaper Hello and welcome to the 139th episode of the ReaperCast. My name is Jack and I'll be your host for this episode. You may also know me as the head grumpkin in charge of the Grim Reaper Gamers, Lala Calamari. And I have to tell you, I'm blown away by one of our news stories tonight. There was a bombshell that happened today and I cannot wait to talk about this. And I also have an epic rant for this episode, so make sure you stick around for that. Uh, all right, anyway, let's get right on to it. Uh, let's introduce everyone on tonight's show. First up. We have the Call of Duty Ranger himself, Rager, not Ranger, Rager, Solus Grim. How you doing? What you drinking? What you playing? And why in the world are you trying to rationalize ballistics in Call of Duty? It's an arcade Twitch shooter. Just play the fucking game. I never rage. I am a quiet, calm, peaceful person. That doesn't sound like me at all. Bullshit. <laughs> Uh, I, come on, man. It's just basic ballistical logic. It doesn't make sense how a 9mm can pierce through 50 layers of wall and then hit a person. When you start talking like that, I just hear Charlie Brown's parents. Wah, 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 wah. The dudes are sliding around the corners on their butts, shooting you accurately, drop shotting. It's, it's Call of Duty. Deal. I know. It just... You can't advertise yourself as a simulation style shooter with shit like that. You just can't. And Where? that's how they've always, they've always said, yeah, we're realistic. We're realistic. No, you're pieces of shit. <laughs> Anyways, I play COD on community nights and that's the only time I can suffer it. Otherwise I just play this and that like medieval dynasty just dropped on the PC and I've been playing that for the past couple of days. Uh, and I am drinking, what is it? Dr. Pepper and Southern comfort. Oh, geez. <laughs> is mm -hmm. is that helping your back at all? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's helping your liver. Absolutely. All right. Up next, we have Mr. Destiny himself. How in the world do you find time to be on the podcast when you have all those last minute Destiny things to do? I mean, time's ticking on some of that stuff that's going to be vaulted. What the hell? Uh, well, what you, drinking you know, to? there was, uh, you know, there was a need. So you guys were kind of down one we had a you guys had a planned episode and i said well you know i felt bad i wouldn't want to leave the two of you guys alone so you know showed up uh i'm happen to be drinking a mike's harder lemonade tonight um but yeah there's some you know interesting good stuff going on in destiny and i certainly don't know if there's enough time in the 50 days remaining in the season to get it all done <laughs> well you're you're going for the ultra hardcore ultra finalist you want to get every single achievement some of them are crazy well i mean this the score i mean just to, to give you i think they figured out the max score if you did everything everything in the game right now is one hundred and twenty thousand. there's a few people that are there but some friends and i have said we're trying to get to a hundred thousand by the end of the season and i'm at 94 so i'm just so close but Everything left is like obscure, like, you know, shoot a bird out of the sky while jumping on 
one leg while playing Crucible without dying during the match. I'm exaggerating, but it's that's you get the idea. It's yeah. pretty cr- strange stuff. It's all the hard stuff, the hard mode stuff. Yep. And Not the so, easy ones. I got all the easy ones, and I was very content with that. Yep, yep. Whatever ones I have, they were completely by accident. Well, that's the fun ones when you like you're just doing things and like, oh, I finished an achievement. You know, I did, oh, I did, oh, look at that! I got a little thing popping on my screen. I did a thing. So th- those are fun, but when it gets to be like you have to do a thing, like kills with this grenade in this subclass with three other people in the same subclass, it's those things are grindy. But at the same time, it gives us something to do for the next fifty days. Hey, because the, the season's delayed, you know. All right. Finally, we have the meanest angriest person from grg on the one that makes grumpkins look nice grex how you doing what you drinking and what you playing closet grumpkin that's what it is right <laughs> grumpkins anonymous <laughs> I, I blame call of duty for that it's all call of duty it's the rage that's what i've been playing mainly uh that or i have my, my pc running black desert mobile afk 24 7 oh my god oh no other than that, you know, that's that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm trying to get through this um, Harpoon Summer Pack that I got. Uh, I'm trying to finish that off, so I'm drinking uh, some uh, Camp Wana Mango tonight. It was pretty good. Yeah, Harpoon's pretty solid uh, brewery. They usually uh, make some pretty good beers. And with that, I'm drinking Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest. It is fall. The Oktoberfest beers are out. I'm drinking them. I love my Oktoberfest. And Sierra Nevada, excellent Oktoberfest, and it's a great brewery. I think I pretty much like almost all their beers. And I am currently playing Elder Scrolls Online, uh, mostly in Cyrodiil, doing PvP, taking castles, taking over land, stupid-ass shit, nerdy shit, as Giddy would say. And uh, as well as raging in Call of Duty Rage Zone. It's not War Zone, it's Rage Zone. Anyway, so that's what I'm playing. Enough about us. Let's get right into the things. Uh, first up, we have the episode rant, Lala rant. And my rant this episode is Grex's inability to use the heartbeat sensor in Warzone. <laughs> so we, we drop into um, Stadium, which is one of the big named areas on the map. Grex immediately finds a heartbeat sensor, which is gold because nobody has their ghost perk up and what the heartbeat sensor does it detects enemies in whatever direction you're facing up to about 50 meters and if you don't have your ghost perk on you show up as a little dot so they know exactly kind of where you're at grex gives the a-ok stadium's clear it's clear go ahead loot to your heart's content so we're all carrying on we're picking up stuff 10 feet from grex is the freaking enemy blasting me with a machine gun just blasting me. I don't know how I got out of there. He totally had the drop on me. I was not prepared for him. We eventually kill him. Anyway. It was defective. It was a defective <laughs> unit. Defective. We're all like, what the fuck, Rex? It was a defective okay. unit. So I, I've offered since to uh, have a heartbeat sensor usage training class with Grex to, to show him how it's done. I am a heartbeat sensor expert. When I say a room's cleared... <laughs> it's fucking cleared. Oh my god! Yeah, it's bad enough. Warzone is the way it is with their connections, getting just shit on sometimes with skill based matchmaking. 
then you have your own teammates screwing you over. And I know he did on purpose. I know he saw the red, the dot on there. I know he saw it. <laughs> like he's like, yeah, it's clear. Go ahead, Lala, you're fine. And he went the opposite way. So he's not denying it, is he? I I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I have no comment. He did it on purpose. I That's am, why he totally I, saw the guy. He's I, like, oh, he's going after Lala. I'm I'm leaving. <laughs> he's like, watch this. He's probably laughing with beers. <laughs> beers fucking set me up, motherfuckers. Yep. Uh, probably got a separate Skype call. Got you muted, laughing their asses off. My story, it was defective. I want my money back. <laughs> Battery wasn't charged. It was free. <laughs> it's free. Oh, anyway, all right. Well, that's enough of that nonsense. I <laughs> when Greg's came on, I actually had to change the agenda to hide the uh, the rant because I didn't want him to see it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Let's go right into gaming geek news. We'll talk about Ubisoft Four. There's a, a recent event where they discussed some of the new games. One of the things was Far Cry in VR. And Solus, you were checking this out. Do you have any information on this? Yeah, I got a little bit. Uh, I mean, it's a Far Cry VR, but you will not be able to play it at home, unfortunately. They're going to, they've got zero latency servers, or servers, zero latency sites that you go to and actually play this. That way, I mean, it's it's literally zero latency. Uh, you don't have to worry about connection issues or anything. Uh, it'll be a one to eight player shooter. Uh, and you'll just go through and you'll face Voss from Far Cry 3 and just run around the island. Uh, there's not a whole bunch of info on like exactly what you'll do, but they say roughly about 30 minutes of game time for it. If case you don't know who he is, he plays Nacho on Better... Or no, um, yeah, Better Call Saul. And he was a great bad guy. It was really cool. They did the YouTube videos with him in it. He was awesome. I like the I like the character. I never played the game. I just watched the YouTube videos, and I do like Nacho from Better Call Saul. Oh yeah, he was a great villain, Far Cry Three for sure. Probably one of the best villains in any of the Far Cry series. Then there was uh, some news on Division releasing a new dungeon, new or activity. And can you explain a little bit about that? Um, yeah, it's it's like a new quotes dungeon even though it's actually a skyscraper so you're going up instead of down it'll be 100 floors every 10 floors we'll have a boss and then after you beat the 10th floor you'll get a i guess a save point that way you don't have to restart it every time you go every time you die you don't start from the beginning did they say with the checkpoints uh every 10th level is that like a weekly checkpoint like a like a destiny raid or is that I'm um not sure know. i haven't found any information on that i think it's supposed to be the indefinite but i don't know because i i think i'd rather have a weekly because it'd be kind of pointless to just get to the top and then you're always at 100 for the rest of forever it's got a bunch of loot that it's going to drop it's supposed to be a great place to farm loot obviously the further you go the better the loot gets the harder the enemies get so we'll get to like level two no you'll get to level two <laughs> i'll shoot you leave you behind and then i'll make it to level 30 <laughs> Yeah, this one's uh, something I'm actually kind of looking forward to. This is interesting. And I guess it's similar to the Underground in Division 1. The same kind of concept, but a little bit more organized. 
And I, you know, I'm kind of looking for something different to play. Uh, we're waiting for the next console, waiting for the next games. Uh, so this will be something that'll be fun to play during that time, kill some time with. And uh, I'm I'm hoping Solus puts together a game night for this because I'll play. Oh, he may not want me well, on your team, but I'll play. now that you've called me out, apparently I have no choice. <laughs> and just so everyone's aware, this drops on September 22nd. So when you hear this, it will have dropped. And so get it downloaded. I mean, yeah, I'll set up a game night. Was this free with division? Like if you have the division, uh, it's, it's you need concept. to have. Uh, I believe you need to have Warlords of New York. Okay. I'm not. I bought the hundred dollar edition, so I think I I got. Yeah, all you the probably content. have it then. Yeah. Okay, and then the uh, the last bit was uh, there's a new operative in the Rainbow Six Siege game, and who is that? Sam Fisher. Who the fuck else? From Splinter Cell, which I saw the uh, the pictures of him, and it's like they basically took old man Logan and applied it to Splinter Cell, old man Sam. Yeah, no shit. It's like it is nuts. He is sixty three, mm-hmm. uh, and having this dude going into urban environments doing crazy shit. One of his moves is bum rushing through walls. Now, not every wall, obviously, but mostly ones that like are obviously made of sheetrock and stuff like that. Purdue Parent. He busts through that. He can also shoot a camera into the wall. And if it's a soft wall, it can actually go through and peer to the other side. So, I mean, it, it apparently has been one of the most versatile and useful add-ons to Rainbow Six. He's like the best. Everyone wants to be him, apparently. He's really good. Yeah, my youngest uh, really enjoys this game a lot. So I'll be, I'll be interested to see him if he picks it up again just to play this character. Uh, he, was, he got really into it. He unlocked a whole bunch of the characters it was never a game i got into i couldn't get past them pulling wall reinforcements out of their back pocket and <laughs> just oh so you can't get past the fact that they just somehow magic have magic walls but you can gladly accept the fact that nine millimeters are apparently yeah. fucking super rounds sure well the other thing was too was so yeah, you have hardcore mode in like call of duty and this is hardcore mode that's even harder than that. Like it's seriously what one bullet you kill somebody. I don't know. It just seemed, I don't know. I, I, for whatever reason, didn't jive with me. And I'm, I was a, a rainbow six Vegas fan, but so, so yeah, you suck. Gotcha. Got it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's now, all right. To be fair. I, I do wish they would make another rainbow six Vegas style. Obviously I don't want them to do a remake. I want them to come out with something new. I'm tired of everyone doing a goddamn remake. It's annoying as hell. But this, this make a new game. This game still earns a ton of money and oh, they keep yeah. improving it. And, and it's the fan base grows. It's so weird. Some a game that this, how old is it, like five years old? I'd say that's probably pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty old and it's still growing in popularity. It's really weird. It's the exact opposite of usually how these games go. Well, despite how much you don't like it, it's actually a well done game for, especially for like esports. You know what it was that that got me it was it was too much um, the downtime in between rounds of like setting things up, building walls, or sending in little cameras. And I guess some people are into it. It just that was the biggest turnoff for me. Really, it's a planning phase. You're supposed to think. I know that's hard for you. Well, I but... like to just run forward and shoot things. So that's that's usually my <laughs> tactic: just run forward, shoot. 
aim and shoot. But see, when you have like the the aiming ability I have, you know, I am MLG, that works. No, no, it doesn't. I've played Warzone with you. It does not work. Yeah, it's skill-based matchmaking. You're getting, I'm going up against hackers. I'm so good. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so that's pretty much what came out from Ubisoft Forward. Some interesting things. Also, like like we said, make sure to look for the uh, the skyscraper game mode. I think it's called the Summit. Mm-hmm. That'll be out by the time this podcast comes out, and then uh, hopefully we get a few nights going for that. All right. Up next, PlayStation Five. Some some news on that. First order business pre-orders sold out so they they had the pre-orders for playstation 5 for the the different models gone within minutes anybody get one nope (laughs) i didn't try but but i was watching that stuff it was like um concert tickets or you know i mean i don't know uh, the things things that go fast yeah (laughs) it was like the the hot christmas item in september like crazy i i watched that oh it's live oh it's sold out i was watching on twitter basically it was people saying i got i was I had three browsers open i did this thing but uh my understanding is that when more stuff came out there were people that have engineered bots to order them from the various um sites they're probably trying to get like 10 of them to sell on ebay or whatever did you see the pre somebody's pre-order on ebay was going for thousands of dollars yep now listed i didn't see anything closed but i didn't look for closed either but people listing for like uh, you know uh 9.99 starting for just the pre-order so you can buy my pre-order that i paid you know 500 for a thousand as much as you want new consoles i am not paying that kind of cash for one greg's probably will but he's loaded no, he throws money then, around like it's nothing. He just tosses it. You saw the same thing with the three thousand series cards that came out in the last right. week. The the RTX yeah. cards, right? The, the RTX, RTX cards are yeah. the, sold out in freaking within an hour. They were site was already saying they were sold out. But that I thought you could the thirty was it thirty eighty and thirty seventy, right? The thirty seventies yeah. you could still get for like later in the day, but everybody yeah, wanted yeah, the 3080s. it was the thirty eighties that do the four K. So those are the ones that disappeared in in a hot second but if you're willing to you know get the little bit lower grade you might have actually gotten a chance of getting one but you just wait a little bit and you'll get it right i mean i think you'll see the graphics cards before you see a playstation i don't think you're going to get a playstation if you didn't get this in this pre-order you're not getting one in 2020 well they were saying um Sony says they're, they're promising them getting more PS5s available for pre-order. So we'll see. But I think you're going to pay for the the big the big edition, the $500 edition, the 400 discless. Ain't going to happen. Yeah, I think they made like 100 of those just to kind of <laughs> beat Microsoft. Like, <laughs> yes. you know, I don't even I know think if they that's exist. what it was. Yeah, I don't even right, know if it was exist. the price war thing, right? Yeah. Like they decided, they said, you know what? We're going to win the price war by by making two of these and saying the price is 400 bucks and say, everybody say, see, we've got the better price. You got to pay the 500 because we don't yeah. really have those. It's like but... <laughs> the, Boba Fett, the Boba Fett toy when I was a kid because apparently when Boba Fett first came out, he could shoot rockets out of his back. But the uh, the rumor was that Kids swallowed the rocket and died, so they, they didn't sell them anymore. I know I got one when I when they released it. As soon as they released the Boba Fett, when I remember I was a little kid, I had it. There was no rocket that popped out. So this no four hundred dollar discless 
PlayStation 5 probably doesn't exist. It's an albatross, right? It doesn't yeah. really exist. <laughs> they say it does, but we sold, yeah, we sold hundreds of them, thousands of them. Yeah. Let me see one. Let me see one there, Slappy. But see, so when they say they have pre-orders available, does that mean I'm going to get my PlayStation in 2020 or that I'm going to get my place in line so that I get it in February? Um, I got to imagine they're going to try to ramp up production, get, get it sold for uh, holidays. Yeah, but just think about it. Like, if I can get your your money, finger quotes money, and then I can manufacture it, it's even better, right? Like, I'll know what the demand is before I even make the thing. Sure. Solis, you had a question? So would you go discless before getting the disc? I mean, is it is it a better idea to... Let me rephrase. If I could get the discless, would I get it if I were interested in buying a PlayStation? Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because Great. I haven't bought a disc game in well obviously i play like mainly one game but the other but it, like really um destiny one i had on disc but mm-hmm. that that's four years ago i bought now the he's got it hanging on the wall and, in and, a plaque right right but <laughs> and as a matter of fact though that was not the rise of iron like all the dlc and expansions those were all you know dlcs they weren't discs so right. that that's the last disc i got so that was what 20 15 2014 yeah the, the last disc ago. i got is yeah, elder scrolls and, and okay. uh I, I traded that mine in so i bought it off of GameStop for like seven dollars i used one and it's it's really just a key to turn the game on because the game's all on the hard drive i know if like the xbox came out with a discless series x top of the line it just didn't come with a, the cd-rom and it was cheaper fifty dollars a hundred dollars cheaper i'd buy it. that that'd be the one i'd buy no problems i would, mm-hmm. wouldn't even think about it because i haven't used a disc I don't do Blu-ray movies, so I don't care. Who does movies on disc now? I mean, I see those red boxes still in the supermarket, but <laughs> when was the last time you saw someone get something out of those things? You can, you can video on demand, anything. Like, you know, I can go and watch a movie, and if, if I want to go see something that's not on Netflix or Amazon, I, you can download it and watch it in Blu-ray quality for five bucks. So what's, why would you not do that? I have this stuff on the shelf, and I like the idea that I can play it in something but nah. really no nah. you know it's it's it, it's probably my xbox series x that i have here will be the last generation that plays a disc in my house mm-hmm. well that said you know if whatever the next you know when we move into the the next thing uh you know who knows but, so uh, yeah. apparently solace is uh playing the role gunny this this episode because he's got mo- one more question. Not a question, off. but question. Wet, wet off. question. It was one letter off, and I didn't want to change it. <laughs> so, Go ahead. anyways, my question is, do you think Microsoft messed up in not making an equivalent Series X discless version? Because like, their Series S is kind of substantially less powerful than what so, Sony's putting out for their discless you know, we, we, before we go on air, we have some back and forth and we kind of get warmed up and, and we were chatting about, you know, the, the us and them kind of mentality that's out there. And there's certainly some playful banter, but it's usually the, you know, that's the PlayStation people that no matter what are going to buy a PlayStation. There's Xbox mm-hmm. people that are no matter what, and they're poking each other. And the Sony people are like, they very much believe they won the price war and that's the price setting war not necessarily who 
like truly is going to sell more or any of that stuff, but they believe that they won this round because of that very thing. Mm -hmm. Now each, you can make an argument that truly, if you're going to get into any gaming system, you know, Sony has the, the price point, you know, it's got the price point for entry because you can get a lot of bang for your bucks and the series S is uh, S's and Sam is the lowest entry point into the next generation of anything. Mm-hmm. And you, with Game Pass, you're going to have the most, the largest library backwards compatible all the way back to, you know, uh, Xbox, you know, the original uh, system. So they really do kill it there. But the Sony people are definitely saying we won this because we have the, our, our top of the line system that's comparable with yours at a hundred dollars less for a disc drive that nobody gives a shit about. You know what I mean? So it is true that from a price standpoint, they did win that in my opinion. Yeah. Good for them. No one likes Sony people. We throw rocks at them at GRG, right? Yeah, right. Oh, man. <laughs> it cracks me up because we were talking about one of the things we mentioned earlier that we were talking about was Almost all games are going cross-play anyway. So it doesn't really matter what console you have unless you're really worried about exclusives. I do have a list of launch titles that are coming out for the PlayStation, and I guess they're just exclusives. Or no, actually just launch titles. It's not exclusives. Uh, Astro's Playroom, which I have no clue what this is, comes pre-installed on the PS5. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, which will be on both systems and cross-play. Demon Souls, Destruction All-Stars, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, which this game looked pretty goddamn sweet. I'll give it to them. I mean, I don't play these style games, but man, this looked good. That this looked real good. I'm going to put an asterisk next to that one. We'll come back to it. Okay. Uh, and, then, and then this is a GRG's favorite title, Sackboy, A Big Adventure. We all know GRG likes Sackboy. <laughs> I actually had that game, and I did not play the one. I think it's on the PlayStation 3 or 2. GRG likes to play with sax. I don't know. Yep. I had it. It was was on a disc, and I never even fired the fucker up. It was probably the greatest game in the world that I never played. And they also come with a fucked up controller, but that's just me. (laughs) So can I go back to, to Miles Morales? Go ahead. So interesting news. That drops on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. The uh, interesting news on that is that it is uh, completely, you can't get a PS5 disc. So it's, uh, you know, basically a pre-installed download. And there's no way to back up your files. So if you play it on the PlayStation 4, before you play it on the PlayStation 5, you're going to start over when you play it on the PlayStation 5. Isn't that hot? That's that's real fun, right? Like we, we talked about this before on the pre-show, and how I mentioned with Grand Theft Auto 5, it came out on the 360 and then Xbox One came out and an updated version came out for that. So I bought it. And so on the 360, I got three quarters of the way done the story mode and none of that transferred over. And it just was, it was crushing. I, I couldn't go back. I couldn't play. I never finished the game. I just played it online, Grand Theft Auto Online. I have no idea why they would do this. One of the nice things about Xbox is if a game is released, and it's on both consoles, and you originally have an Xbox One, you're playing this game, you get whatever so far, 
and you go and get the next Xbox, not only does that game transfer over, it will be playable, your content will be there. If there's an updated graphic quality for the next, you know, for the Series X, it will apply that automatically for free. So they, they've done some stuff really well uh, on the Xbox side. That yeah. said, we're not close enough to actual launch to know the failings yet. So there may be some of those where, oops. So we just happen to know this one is because we're a little bit closer on the PlayStation. But I, I think it's worth calling them out on because that's a huge mistake. Anyway, enough anyway. about PlayStation. We don't care. Right. <laughs> we don't care. We're Xbox guys here. PC guys here. A little bit of PC, right? There's we have some a little PlayStation bit of guys here. I'm just breaking their balls a bit. All right, up next, we have some Destiny news. There's a special event, and Valiant, since you are Mr. Destiny, do you want to explain this one to us? Every now and again, uh, you know, Destiny and, and Bungie, they do a pretty good job of, you know, sneaking some cool stuff in the game. And this is one of those times when there's a, a, a background designer. What I mean by background, it's like uh, some of the, scenery or or backgrounds you can't touch it's that some of the beautiful stuff that we say is in destiny is designed by people we never really know about well there's a guy by the name of matt helsom who has designed background stuff for years and years uh and was working most recently at vicarious visions but has worked with um, bungie in the past and he passed away from cancer in 2019 he actually worked on the Warmind expansion, which goes all the way back to year one in Destiny. And they've created a special event that we don't know much about. It may be just, you know, a badge. It may just be a couple, three steps and, you know, through shoot 10,000 thrall. Who knows? But um, it is cool that they're, they're doing some kind of call out to this guy that did work on the game for assets that are currently in the game and say, hey, look, you know, this is a guy that contributed to it. Um, to, to what we have here and, and, you know, doing a thing. I think that's pretty stand-up of Bungie to do that. Um, and Vicarious Visions, too. What they should do as well is maybe even toss, like, a skin in there that you can buy, and the <laughs> proceeds go towards, like, well, low cancer research or something, you know? Um, no, no, something like that is cool. They have done those things where there's uh, ghosts that you can buy and whatever have gone to certain charitable causes. They've done the shit with a shirt. Remember, they, they sold a shirt last year when uh, all of... Uh, or a, a, a huge chunk of Australia was on fire. They. Uh, what size shirt did you buy? I didn't. I actually didn't buy the shirt, but I did buy the ghost. <laughs> um, but I bought the ghost that the went to St. Jude's, I believe. Remember they they do the um, St. Jude's thing over the summer, so I did do that. Uh, but I think it's cool that they did this, and there's a couple other games doing the same thing. Where um, I think in uh, Tony Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, there's a background. Uh, or a uh, location that has his name on it. Uh, so I think it's pretty cool that they they do a call out to a guy that did these things, and everybody liked the guy, and he did a lot of work in the industry, and he passed away suddenly from cancer. So I think it's pretty cool they're doing that. That's pretty much all I have on Destiny side. Good, because we hate Destiny here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're over it. <laughs> thank God. I mean, it's cool what they're doing, but thank God. Up next, we have some Call of Duty news. There's been some Season 6 leaks. Uh, that's set to come the 29th, September 29th, so we know that's coming out. Some interesting rumors are uh, people found out the Alcatraz map from Black Ops, or Blackout 4, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, Blackout, uh, the, the, their Battle Royale. 
they discovered in Warzone now has this Alcatraz map. It's like a big area for like a smaller battle royale mode. And people are thinking that may sneak into season six and maybe as a transition to go to Call of Duty Cold War Warzone. We don't know yet. The files are there. It's kind of odd that they're there now. Uh, there's some other changes coming to Warzone. There's a rumor that there's going to be a night mode. So it'll, everything will be in the dark, except for, I guess, maybe street lights, things like that. But the, the rest of the map will be in the dark. I guess you'll have to run around with like night vision glasses and scopes and stuff. So that should be kind of interesting. Are you ready for that one, Grex? Probably give me a headache and oh my God. send me in epileptic shoes or something. We play some night modes on community night and it's really kind of cool and it looks really good. It throws my vision off and it gives me migraines. I don't know what it is. It's a shame. I don't know. I'll, I'll give it a try. I don't We'll see. I don't know. Usually the stuff like that doesn't, it doesn't translate well. No, it sounds cool, but when you try to play it, because I mean, generally in the games you have tunnel vision as it is. So now you got tunnel vision and it's like looking down a, a green straw, you know, and it's just, it's just painful. Especially mm-hmm. my old ass eyes. There was a, uh, the one gun you had to unlock by shooting people while you're in smoke or near smoke. So you put like the thermal lens on, you're standing in smoke and all you could see is like through this little white and black straw. <laughs> oh my God. I thought I was going to throw up. The other things they have uh, for Warzone, they're, they're talking about a, possibly a zombie mode. And I'm not quite sure if this is going to be something like a Treyarch version of zombies where there'll be zombies roaming Warzone, which I think would be awesome if they did something like this. Or if they were do a an infected style game mode where if a player gets killed, they become a zombie. But that's one of the rumors, one of the uh, the, the changes come in the war zone. Uh, and then finally, there is a oh, there's two more things. First off, there's a, there's going to be an addition to the to the map, and it's going to be the subway metro system. So now you'll be able to go into the actual subway and I guess board the train. I guess there's a reason for this. I kind of confused. Why bother? And at the end of the season, there's rumors that we'll finally get to have that nuke event happen that they tease forever, forever, ever. Since the beginning of, of Warzone, they've been talking yeah, about... it'll be uh, anticlimactic, I'm sure. <laughs> I know. And, and I guess that'll like transition the map to Call of Duty Cold War Warzone, the next version. Yeah, that'll probably be something lame. You'll see a big flash and that's it. So what happens when... When the next one goes live, does the current one kind of become more dead? Is it like less yeah. updated and it's just yeah. kind of left behind? Yeah. Wow, it's weird. And it's really strange. Like, I don't know how they're selling like skins and stuff right now. And like, we talk about these skin prices, they're like $20 for like this. There's apparently a new ghost skin coming out that will have him in a ghillie suit and it's going to be $20. Now, why, why would you buy that for like? Four weeks, like if that doesn't carry over into Cold War, it does. Yeah, I know they say it does, insane. but we'll see. We'll see how how it transfers over. I'd be leery to buy anything, especially if you buy because some of them come with like weapon skins. So how is that going to transfer over? You can't bring Modern Warfare guns over to Cold War. What's it going to do for balancing? Really? 
No, no, I'm just saying like you can't, it, it's going to throw off balancing. It's going to throw off stuff. It's just not going to. I'm not even going to get into it. I don't want to. Good. Get don't get into it. You okay, know, Gunny. Millimeters and all that. Oh, fuck <laughs> you. I'm way more coherent than Gunny is. <laughs> fuck off. All right. So there was, have been no multiplayer maps leaked yet that I'm aware of. I haven't seen anything yet. Of course, there'll probably be a big info dump tomorrow. And by the time the podcast comes out, there'll be all sorts of stuff. Uh, but as as far as you know, just to make a liar out of you. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a rumor that the uh, TV station in Warzone will be a map, but I mean that's just rehashing an old map from previous Call of Duties. It's, that's probably is the most realistic thing to happen. I was about to say, have you played uh, any of the uh, original Black Ops? Because you've already played the maps that are going to come. Then yeah, yeah, that's, that's why just... they haven't teased anything. No. It's just that's what they do. Like they will give you free maps, but really just skins of old maps. I'm mm-hmm. fine with them given, but give us some new stuff as well. All right, and finally, there's uh, three new weapons: R700 bolt action sniper, the AA12 shotgun, which is was an overpowered gun in modern warfare. Right now, there's a there's a shitty meta going on in Warzone with shotguns. It's like really disgusting. And I'm sure this is not going to help things. And finally, there's an AS Val assault rifle. Whoop de do. But that's coming season six. It's coming up in what a week or so? Yeah. All right. Uh finally. What do we have for Call of Duty? Black Ops Cold War. Uh, there was some reports of people playing it. You know, they were playing the alpha. It looks interesting. Time to kills like double, I think it was. It was of what Warzone is. Or Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah. I'll probably get this, but boy, what do you think, Rex? I mean, were you really wowed by this or? No. 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 I I probably will end up getting it because, you know, I've gotten all the other COD, so. It's, you know. It's COD. I'm not not expecting anything uh, groundbreaking here. I'm expecting same old, same old. We'll probably spend the majority of our time in Warzone. As we do now, I'll end up getting it just because the rest of GRG will get it. So I need something to play with them because they're all a bunch of sheep that follow Activision blindly and happily. I got to get some sheep to go off a bridge so maybe you can join them. No, that ain't happening. All right. Up next Elder Scrolls, the greatest game of them all. Elder Scrolls Online. New DLC coming out called Markoth. Mark Karth. Weird name. After a uh, famous Skyrim city, there'll be a new DLC. This is going to be a smaller DLC, not the big expansions. It's going to be included in Elder S- in the ESO Plus subscription, or you can probably buy it for like $15, $20. Brand new zone, a uh, bunch of new armor sets. I don't know if there's any dungeons. I didn't see anything on that yet. Uh, but currently there is a prologue quest line. So if you play Elder Scrolls Online, you can go play that, get a little taste of what's to come. Expect to see that on PC, Stadia, on November 2nd. It will be coming to Xbox and PS4 November 10th. Speaking of Elder Scrolls, there's been an interesting story with their main company, ZeniMax Media. Microsoft has purchased Bethesda, the developer Elder Scrolls, Fallout, many more games, and their main company, ZeniMax Media, have bought them out for just a, uh, a cool $7.5 billion. 
Jesus Christ. It's a bombshell, uh, right? Huh? It's a fucking bombshell, isn't it? This is amazing. So they bought ZeniMax. Let's go. Th- I'm going to go through the uh, real quick some of the uh, studios and some of the games that Microsoft now exclusively owns. So they purchased ZeniMax Media. They will get ID Software, ZeniMax Online Studios, Arcane, Machine Games, Tango Gameworks, Alpha Dog, and Roundhouse Studios. And some of the AAA titles they're getting are Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Wolfenstein, Doom, Dishonored, Quake, the upcoming Starfield, and many more. I mean, this is unreal. Unreal. Massive AAA titles. It's a monster purchase. Yeah. I wish I had some stocks in Microsoft before this happened. That's for sure. Yeah, that's some drop in the bucket from Microsoft in general, I think. Mm-hmm. Talking about a $30, $40 billion company. You know, one of the things that the PlayStation had going for it was everyone said their exclusives are so much better than Microsoft's. Well, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, how the turntables, or how do they say that? <laughs> no, God, I know. No, I they, they, I they, was the drunk they, one. They no, say I that mean, on purpose, how the turntables. I, I, I think that uh, we can certainly talk about Xbox as setting themselves as apples and oranges with Sony. Sony saying we've got uh, a bunch of AAA exclusive single player games and Xbox, so, uh, Microsoft, can say we've got Game Pass with from you know B titles all the way up to AAA titles included in a monthly membership that you can play on your goddamn phone and you know they're apples and oranges they're just two different things and i think bethesda's only going to make the strength in that argument i think the follow-up question that i think everybody's asking is does it mean they're exclusive are they still going to allow for like um you can currently well for a while couldn't still play uh minecraft on your phone do you think they'll allow that or will they make them exclusive no They'll never make Minecraft exclusive. Not Minecraft, but like you're talking like let's talk about um so you guess got, so. they're gonna handle it they're gonna handle it on game by game, case by case basis. And it's all gonna be coming down to existing licensing versus what licensing. the business you know forecast looks like. ESO has uh been stated that they will still continue for the PlayStation four. I didn't see anything about PlayStation five though. But when you think about things like so now they have like the upcoming sci-fi role-playing game Starfield or Elder Scrolls Six that's coming out, these are going to probably be release day games on Game Pass. Released with Game Pass, you'll so you yeah. have Game Pass, you'll have these titles, and I don't know if they'll be exclusive, but I'm assuming it's probably going to be a limited time. They may hold it like a few months. It's a solid assumption that they'll. Or they could keep it exclusive. They have every right to. It's possible, but I don't. I don't think they will. I think the smart money is to make it competitive. So allow it to be played on everything else, but put it in Game Pass for free. Would you release at the same time? Like, so if you have Elder Scrolls Six comes out, going to be a massive title. Could you imagine the? the total fu that would say to every playstation owner oh 
you got to wait six months to a year. Like we've always waited for play for um, Final Fantasy games or any of these exclusive PlayStation games. You wait a year, you'll, you'll get it. You'll get it eventually. Doing that to them for every Bethesda game. Oh, man. I'd love that. Elder Scrolls Six <laughs> is just going to be. People are going to go crazy for that. That's going to because I'll come out for PC and for Xbox. So any of these titles will be PC and Xbox. This is massive. This is amazing. It is great news. I think the big thing is, I don't care if it's a company going off on their own. Like um, obviously, um, my close to my heart is Bungie, or a company going in with others. These kind of things sometimes, as long as they're good for the gamer. And this feels like it's good for the gamer. We'll have to see how they, well, they, how they handle the management of the company and if they're going to allow Xenomax to operate as they do or if they're going to do some significant mm. changes. Because that will ultimately drive the, the, end up, the end all on what happens with uh, all the studios that fall up underneath Xenomax. I'm seeing something here. Uh, and I can't be the only one that sees this. But, you know, Sony's big deal is, hey, we've got this exclusive, this exclusive. I mean, they have a ton of great exclusives, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But I also see Microsoft owns a, they actually own quite a bit of very popular studios that make great games. And they could make so many things exclusive and keep them away from PlayStation. Yet here they are, for the most part, obviously there's a couple like Gears and Halo, but for the most part, they allow access to these games over everything, usually. Through the Switch, uh, to PlayStation, to the obviously the PC. They're allowing as many gamers to play as possible. So I get why everyone likes PlayStation, because they have their exclusives. But it makes me wonder that if PlayStation didn't have their exclusives, if Xbox would be the almighty reign of the console wars because they are allowing everyone to have access to this stuff they could very easily cut access to the switch and playstation for having a whole bunch of great games but they don't they allow it they they want everyone to play together they want the community of gamers to be together and sony doesn't they're being selfish in my opinion so i'm gonna take this in a little bit of a different direction. So I think about the two larger companies at play here. One, Microsoft, which is a software-driven company. They do not care about the hardware. They do not care about how many units of hardware they sell. It's all about the software and the licensing behind it. Sony, on the other hand, its foundation is based on hardware, selling units, TVs, VCRs. All the way back in the day, it's all about how many units sold. So. I apply that to their business models today. Their foundations is still in that same, their thought process is still in that same field. Microsoft is about software service and revenue. And Sony is still tied to product revenue. So moving units, how many hardware units are we moving? So I think that's their mindset is still in that space. And that's why Sony continues to push their piece of hardware and keep exclusives tied to that proprietary to that. Whereas Microsoft's a little bit more open getting their software out onto more spaces like they do with Windows. I can I can definitely see what you mean. But I guess a good question is is which is better for gamers in general. 
Yeah, and and I agree with you. I think in the in the long run, um, eventually it, the hardware is not going to matter. It's going to be about getting access to the games and being able to play those games when I want, however I want. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so Lala, got a quick question for you. After this uh, purchase, are you going to start getting Game Pass? <laughs> well, I should probably just get the uh, ultimate. The, what's it? The the the, uh, the whole package the with access. the X and yeah. Um, well, if if um, ESO's in there with the what's the the ESO Plus? If ESO, ESO Plus is in in all access, it makes it ESO it, is, but not ESO Plus. ESO Plus yeah, ESO's is free. It's a yeah. free game that no anybody can have it for free. Yeah. But if if ESO Plus is in the, uh, I want to say all access, but the it's really called the Game Pass Ultimate, then you pay fifteen dollars for ESO or fifteen dollars for uh, Game Pass Ultimate. That's a no brainer. Yeah, but it, that won't be included. Yeah, I don't probably, see that happening. That's a bit far. And I just I want to go go back to what Grex was saying because I kind of agree exactly with what he says. Well, I actually agree with what he says. Um, of course, kind you. of. No, I, it doesn't make sense. It totally benefits Microsoft to do this. And release, like say, Elder Scrolls Six comes out. We all know it's going to be a massively selling game. They can release it for free on Game Pass, or they can include it with Game Pass. So now that's going to promote Game Pass sales, give people reason to to have that to get all these different games. They're basically getting it with their subscription. They don't have to pay anything extra for it. And then turn around and sell it to Sony for sixty bucks. You know, Sony users sixty bucks a, a title, and they're they're making money both ways. What the hell do they care? You know, they're they're selling their games. Um, why even exclude it at that point? Like, why not just release it the same day? Like, wait, look, you want to buy it? Here, pay you sixty dollars. We'll, we'll collect that cash. Think of it from a branding standpoint. It you're tied to that. As soon as you have any game that your stuff is in the uh, the uh, game pass you are stuck on it you're 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 addicted to it like you are heroin you can't leave it because your games are in there so that's what they want and it's a good deal for them and arguably it's a good deal for us until it's not and we don't know if they yank the price up or whatever but if we've got four or five games we're playing and they're stuck in game pass if we want to continue playing then we have to pay the 60 bucks to own it outside the game pass so it's a it's a it's a pretty good deal for, for all the way around again until it isn't as it is right now game pass is a freaking best deal in the in the business yeah even if it goes up another five bucks i still think it'd be a great deal hell another 15 bucks and it'd still be a great deal with the amount of games i play on it 30 bucks a month i don't know about that but at 15 dollars a month i'm there at this point some of the crap that i pay already a month a month for anyways i'm glad to cancel that shit to afford the extra 15 which I don't see it happening, but I still think it'd be a better deal. Yeah, well, you're you are paying for the high definition camera at the glory hole. So for don't that. fucking judge me. No, I didn't judge you. I was just saying. I was just you gotta tell everybody now. Everyone's gonna want the password now. <laughs> well, they can pay you as well. That's a monthly fee. How do you think we keep GRG afloat? Okay. All right. Um, so that was just. I, I remember just reading this this morning. Um, and I'm like, am I like just not awake yet? This doesn't make sense. I'm like, holy shit, that's that's huge. So that's exciting news for Xbox, for Microsoft. All right, finally, we're going to uh, wrap it up with some entertainment news. Wandavision released a trailer 
This is the TV sitcom TV show for Wanda the Red Witch and Vision. This just looks so odd and crazy. I have not looked into this at all. I know Valiant has because anything Marvel, he's going to check it out. Valiant, you want to tell us a little bit about this? Well, Grex posted it, but oh, Grex I, did I watched it. Yeah, it was Grex. Grex knows too. But uh, I, it actually is an interesting thing, as it's like it could be pocket dimension kind of stuff. It could be whatever. But it's a great way for us to have kind of, uh, you know, um, what do they call that? Anthology kind of stories, some a bit side stuff with basically a character that's dead, right? And and Wanda. So it could be good. It could be a shit show. It could totally not work. But with Umbrella Academy out there and uh, the uh, Doom Patrol, those being completely wacko shows, this looks almost tame in comparison. So I'm all in. You know, I'll watch it. Greg, you checking this out? Yeah, I'll be checking it out. I mean, I have Disney Plus, um, so I'll I'll definitely be checking it out. Yeah, um, like with Valiant, I'm just I watched the trailer and I was like, what is going on here? But yeah, so I'm thinking, you know, Crowbar said it in chat, you know, and it made sense. Little little pocket dimensional alternate universe set up by Wanda for Vision, and we'll just see how it operates, see what the show does. So curious. At least it's uh it's odd because it's two of the minor characters. I mean, I liked vision from the comic books back in the days when I collected the Avengers. Uh, I always thought he was a pretty neat character, but the movies, he was kind of just a bit player, uh, basically there to give Thanos uh, an infinity stone. That was about it. Keep it warm. Um, even the red, what's it? Red witch or Scarlet witch? Is it the Scar- Scarlet, Scarlet witch. witch? I said red witch before Scarlet witch. Yeah, yeah. She's Magneto's daughter, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I they, think if I got it that's, right, yeah. that's that's another thing that because they couldn't say that, but they said it without mutant. saying oh, yeah, it. Yeah, I, right, I watched yeah. I watched a thing on that. And both uh Quicksilver and Quicksilver is the other son the son of Magneto. Right, both of them. Yeah. Uh they did a good job of not saying they're Magneto's kids, but it, but at the same time the kind of Totally leaving the door open to introduce them in the future. Those so that was, legal licensing fees. They didn't. Well, they, well, they didn't want to get sued. So they, there's yeah. no way Sony at that time when that was coming out, when uh, Age of Ultron was coming out, that Sony was going to sign off on that because it just not wasn't where they were. But was it Sony or is it Fox? I think it was Fox. I think it was Sony only had um, Spider Man. It was Fox. It was Fox. But they weren't going to sign off on it at that time. So that's at least the theory is that they, they talked about it without talking about it, but now the door's open that they could now that they do own Fox. You know, what really sucks too was, um, so X-Men was my favorite comic book of all time. I used to collect them all the time. I have like 200 issues back to back at least. And, um, one of the popular titles in the nineties and all. So they started making the movies for them and they were okay. They were decent. But Avengers got big, and they got sold to a different company. So Marvel didn't own the X-Men rights, Mm -hmm. so they couldn't make the movies on them. (laughs) They couldn't profit from them. So what Marvel did was they totally shit on that whole comic, and and it was trying to get rid of them. Um, The same with Fantastic Four. They actually canceled the Fantastic Four comic because they didn't own the movie rights. So they canceled it. (laughs) So they couldn't even like promote it. 
and, and same with the X-Men. They just like drove it to the ground and they were pushing. Um, it was inhumans or it was inhumans was what they were pushing to replace the X-Men with. And they were trying to make that a thing so bad because they wanted to create an X-Men style comic, something as popular as that, but something that they own the movie rights to. And that's just, I know it's business, but it just sucked, you know, as a, as a fan of the, uh, the series to see them pull something like that. Well, I think then the follow-up question on that is now that it's all back in the same universe, right? It's in the MCU. Going back to the comic books, does that mean that there can they can breathe new life into the comics we like? Well, like, now they they did a, a massive reboot to the X Men and mutant stuff, but it's so wacky and so weird. I couldn't buy into it. I was just I started reading the uh, the stuff they were doing. It was just complete oddball shit and i'm like all right i'm i'm out i like well, well wolverine was on a b team right wasn't luke cage wolverine um the guy from that planet there that's he's not the the star something or other uh all of those guys were on b team avengers right uh i i didn't really read um wolverine when he was on the avengers because it, it didn't seem to fit it just, you know what, at that point, Wolverine was so hot, they were throwing him with everybody. And he's not like a, an Avengers-style character. He's more of an X-Men. He's more like a father figure to the younger mutants. And, like, the old man Logan was really... a, a th- That movie that they did with Logan, that was really kind of more true to his character, where he was a father figure to the younger kids. Like, he always would pick, uh, like, Kitty Pride. um, jubilee in the 90s like and 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 like kind of be the father figure and oversee that it didn't make any sense for him to be in the avengers at least how i felt it got a little silly with the comics i backed out shortly after then but who cares but yeah i think that but my question on the comic side of it is because there is there room to to make it good again now that everything's brought back together and it seems like you're saying yes yeah i I think so i I think um like the new mutants was the last of the uh, the shitty X Men style mutant movies, um, and I gotta imagine we'll see a reboot in the next couple years when things uh, settle down with COVID and stuff, and and they'll they'll probably make some decent X Men movies with Wolverine. He's a popular character. It's gonna be hard to overcome Hugh Jackman not being Wolverine, so that's gonna be a difficult task. I wouldn't want to be the actor trying to to play that role. Did you hear that Keanu Reeves wants? Wanted to be Wolverine. I'm sure he did. He looks like him now with a beard. <laughs> the, the, oh, um, might play a good one. Yeah. There's actually I heard an interview on that that uh, they they've been talking to him for years after uh, Hugh Jackman was cast and about trying to find a way to work him in. And he says all of a sudden in one of his things somebody brought it up and he says, "Well, I can't really talk much about that." And all of a sudden that people take it as because there's something he can't talk about that there might be something where they worked him into the MCU. Yeah. So that's I mean, the, there's... The, the non-news news, you know, like as soon as yeah. he, you know what I mean, like because he can't say, "Yeah, I've always, you know, been talking to him for years and um it just never worked anything out." He didn't say that for the first time that, after a while. That happens so that, all across yeah. the board. You had the uh like you look at like Will Smith, he was offered the role as Neo and turned it down. He thought it was silly. And he was like, he'll, he'll talk about it now. He's like, what the hell was I thinking? It's like epic, right? <laughs> yeah, he's like, what the that, hell? That made, that made Keanu Reeves. I mean, yeah. before that, he was a, a time-traveling dude, like surfer yeah. dude in a phone booth. And Which, then, by yeah. the way, I heard that movie was good. 
I didn't see that yet. Oh, no, I, I got it at 84 on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Now, maybe it's just because there's no movies coming out at all. So it might yeah, it has to be good. So we We've got to give it a good review. It's all we got. <laughs> all we right, got to choose between that and review. And so the last piece of news um, on our thing is uh, is The Mandalorian. And yes. rumor has it, we are getting a new season soon. Isn't that right, Lala? October. End October, isn't it? I thought it was. It's October sometime. I wish I had the date. You know, I don't the have the date. I think it's like October 29th or something. I think it's the end of October, and I may be completely wrong about that. Um, but yeah, what was the, the other little the rumor? that I thought this was yeah, complete just, bullshit. I saw this the other day. I, I, so I saw the rumor, and it posted in, in one of our news channels. You know, People post things in, in our chat channel all the time, and, and they're unconfirmed. But I found it from a few different sources saying that Sometime during the season, um, there was some fallout uh, between um, the Mandalorian producer and 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 uh, and Pedro Pascal. And basically, the gist is he wanted some more scenes with the mask off, and that's not uh, what was in the contract. Is in theory, it was never ever supposed to be off, but they did do the one scene, and they said, "No, no, we're not doing it." And they he took it all the way up the ladder. Some people were a little bit pissed that they said no, and then he went over their head, and uh, they shut it down. So rumor is that he had recorded his voice lines by that time, but that sometime either in season two or season three, Pedro's voice will not be heard as the Mandalorian, and whether we know about it or not, because we can't tell, you know, he will be replaced. That's the rumor, and again, I got it from a couple different sources, but that could stop. I have two questions on this real quick. Um since they were never going to really show his face and you know that if you put out a movie about bounty hunters a mandalorian bounty hunters it's going to be popular no matter what people love boba fett jango fett mm-hmm. why spend the money by getting a major actor to play the part and just get anybody <laughs> just get some yeah, it's it, going to be all voice acted you can have any i can just have a voice actor in to do it well it's the same thing with gwendolyn christie right we yeah. had her in in the chrome armor during the whole you know post trilogy there and we never saw her once so why bother yeah i don't, I don't, I don't know this i don't, I don't get the star power or something yeah but you're going to sell it anyway it's like uh, you, you know this is going to be popular and, and yep. the final question is, um, oh my God, now I lost it. Oh, since when did Star Wars become such a stickler for, for like canon, for set rules in the universe? Right, don't they make it up as they go? Right, didn't it we seems learn like that the last the whole... few movies they have. I mean, you know, things change. Nothing's Seven, hard eight, set. nine. They, well, they made guess... it up as they went. So why all of a sudden is this a hard and fast rule? To me, if, if I'm the director, the producer of Mandalorian, and, and, and he wants to show his face and be on camera with his face, sure, take the fucking helmet off. Never wear the fucking helmet. You never have to wear it again. I'll give you a clear helmet if you have to wear a helmet. Like, I don't couldn't, understand. Couldn't they how... just show him voice acting inside? Like, you know, we do the, the Iron Man helmet where you see... Um, yeah, yeah. You, you know, we see his face inside the, the helmet and it's like lit up or whatever. Um, couldn't it be like that too? If you're the showrunner and you have this actor there and he says, I want my face on screen. Okay. Like, I don't understand why this is, oh no, the Star Wars nerds are going to say, this is impossible. Mandalorians always wear their helmets. Well, how do you fucking eat? Like, stop. 
like enough with this. No one and cares. Not only that, if I you think, watch, uh, I think you're digging into a mute point here because, quite honestly, one, I'm not so sure how accurate that is because all the references I saw point back to the same YouTube video. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing is, is I bet you we're getting like a fraction of, if, if anything did go down, we're getting like a fraction of the information that actually happened. Don't try to right. implement sense into this conversation. Stop <laughs> it's, it right it's much more fun for us to make it all up as we go. Rex, <laughs> come on. That's what this is about. Stop moving it with logic. <laughs> stop injecting logic into our thing. Yeah. I don't so, know how uh, accurate this is. And, and yeah. Valiant's one to be wrong all the time. He likes Destiny. Oh, so he plays Hunt. He doesn't play Hunter. He plays his Titan Warlock. Warlock. Right? Yeah, nah, so. I don't play a Titan, but the. Yeah, I play a Warlock. So what do I know? I don't know. Anywho, That's I know. Um, it is some crazy news, but I suspect the Mandalorian will still be awesome this season, no matter what. You know? I think it's I can just fine. Start drama wherever he goes. I mean, it's just constantly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. My start the drama. I tell you yeah. what, I got, I got, I got some drama for you. I got a hot take on the Mandalorian. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it sucks. Borderline sucks. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, my biggest issue with the show is it's too short to develop any sort of storyline. If it was like 45 minutes to almost an hour, you can maybe build a little bit. But it feels like it just got, starts getting going and the show's over. And that's then, of my, course, uh, that's my pet peeve. The fact yeah. that it's only like freaking eight episodes. Eight episodes at like 25, 30 like minutes. When, when no, happened? I think they're 40, but still, you know, you compare it to like an HBO show, like yeah. even Westworld, the shows almost feel long. Hour you tell an episode yeah. of West, Westworld and you're like, wow. That seems so long. It's because an hour. It shows a lot of ground. Legit an hour. Yeah, with no commercials hour. Like full straight. Like Raised by Wolves. Um, What's the other show? I watched the first episode of that. And I'm like, dude, that like that show hurts, man. That's like a punch in the mouth. Raised by Wolves. Oh, yeah. It's it's pretty solid. It's a neat uh, original sci fi show. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, you definitely got to definitely keep it going because it's good. I need to pick up an HBO sub for that. That's the only thing. There's a bunch of stuff on HBO I kind of want to watch now, but mm-hmm. I just haven't broken down to actually sign up for their stupid so Cancel that Netflix and Hulu and get HBO. So I don't have Hulu. I do should cancel Netflix, though, because okay, there's the money. Down, but... I'll share something with you guys. You know we have two freaking HBOs. I have HBO on Amazon, and I have HBO on freaking Hulu. And the Hulu's the one with the HBO Max, and we're having a battle over it because my my Hulu works everywhere, except for one old TV in the house that only that the Amazon with the HBO works, but it doesn't have the DC Universe stuff, including Doom Patrol on it. So I have two HBO subscriptions. Well, can't That's, you put like like so, um like a Roku on it or something? I could, or but I gotta get a Roku. Xbox? Put your no. old Xbox there. This is what you do. You throw out that fucking TV and get a new one, yeah, and cheap enough. Don't have to worry about it again. Yeah, Valiant, come on, they're right? cheap enough. Crack yeah, open that wallet, you cheap like ass. Four hundred bucks, I know. That's See, four dollars. Get logic you, now. You can buy two right, well, and all this money, a, and you can't buy a it's, goddamn it's, twenty dollars TV. It's one hundred eighty dollars like, extra a year. I'm paying for the two freaking. Yeah, that's a TV. You can buy a TV okay. right there. So you're a numbers uh, guy. How does that work for you? How does that make sense? 
Oh, well, it's easier than 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 winning a fight with my wife about canceling the one oh, on Amazon. That's all you had to say there. Just buy her a TV, <laughs> and suddenly there's never any of fights. Not an issue. Yeah, you right? do. Push the TV. Push the TV over and crack it. Oh, it fell. <laughs> there you Oops. I the think this one knocked it down. That TV <laughs> is going to go in my daughter's room pretty soon, and then we'll just get a new TV, and that'll be the end of it. But we're doing a, a home renovation soon when that happens. There you go. Drop a hammer into it. Something like that, too, right? <laughs> just, I don't know how it got there. It fell. It fell out of my work <sighs> bag. Just, you know, it fell up. I don't know how that happened. Seriously, right? my, my kid bought a 50-inch TV, uh, 4K HDR for like $250 from Best Buy. They're cheap. All right. That's enough of us babbling. Hey, yeah. We'll do more of it after Finally. we get up. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, right? We're pretty close. We're only about an hour over. Mm-hmm. I mean, 10 minutes. Uh, I'll yeah. cut all this stuff out. <laughs> no, short, short I'll, I'll cut every time Valiant speaks. We'll be down to like five minutes. Anyway. <laughs> all right. That's going to do it for this episode of the Reaper cast. I want to thank everybody for being on the show. Uh, thank you, Grex, for stepping in last minute. Silence. Okay. <laughs> he uh, himself. Yeah. Thank you, Solus, as well. Oh, yeah, of course. And, hey, don't forget that if you don't get that Xbox One, you can always print out a fake Xbox out of paper. Nice. That's that. It's a good seems... hot take. <laughs> no, working Greg was not expecting that. <laughs> um, uh, Valiant, once again, thank you for stepping up. Yeah, happy to be and on last and minute you know, talk about Destiny, at least. Yeah, everything yeah. else, whatever. <laughs> we'll hey, Greg, are you expecting it now, if I, if I, if I let you talk now? <laughs> yes it was great being on the show again Rex is playing call of duty right now he's probably in the middle of a war zone match using well, you know, hard to kind of hard to talk <laughs> call of duty black desert yeah one of them one of them all right as always i'd like to remind everyone to stop by our forums at forums.grimreapergamers.com to see everything we're up to especially when solus posts the division two event that's coming because I know he will. Just, just ramming it down. Just ramming <laughs> it down. <laughs> and uh, finally, any questions, uh, comments, or if you want to send us some hate mail, you can send it to our email address at reapercast at grimreapergamers.com. And with that, we are out of here. Stay safe and get your game on. No, we are not done. One last thing. Don't forget, everyone's been requesting a Halo night, so I'm going to post something up here in the next week or two. So get ready for that. Sounds good. All right, let's get the fuck out of here.